Hello everyone, it's Luke here. Uh, today's episode, or this fortnight's episode, is a bit of a chat with Soren from 8Wired. It was during Good Beer Week, so it's a little bit old now. Apologies for that, but unfortunately we have a situation where we have too much content and not enough bandwidth. So uh, this podcasting lark doesn't really pay the bills, so to speak. So yeah, f- a few other episodes that we've got lined up that we uh, haven't put out yet. You know, we'd love to get them out as soon as possible, um, but yeah, just watch the space for some more content. There has also been so much beer stuff happening in the in the news. Uh, I've covered some of it, or I guess more my commentary on the old uh, on the old blog there, uh, com. So check it out for mm, some commentary. We'll say I'll, I'll leave it at that. Part of the reason why we're struggling for bandwidth, we're not struggling for it. It's, it's there. We're just not paying for it. Um, we are actually looking for sponsorship at the moment. So if there's anyone out there who is in the industry that has something they want to uh, pitch or plug on the show, pitch, I guess is the right, advertise, let's just say advertise, advertise on the show, uh, we'd love to hear from you. We are very reasonable when it comes to payment. Um, we're not trying to, you know, stiff anyone for, for huge amounts of cash. Uh, we we want to support products or, or people that, that support us and, you know, hopefully um, that'll, that'll cover some of our costs. And it will allow us to get out more content more regularly, uh, which, you know, that'd be nice. Uh, you know, we do this because we really enjoy doing it. Anyway, enough of my sob story. Uh, you don't want to hear me whinging. Let's just go straight into it. As I said, chat with Soren from 8Wired. We're both pretty excited to chat to Soren. Uh, both really admire his beers and, and the stuff that he's got coming up very soon is exciting. Um, for those that aren't familiar with 8Wired, they're on the rate beer top 100 brewers list. They have been for a number of years now. They recently relocated to Auckland, uh, or just north of Auckland in New Zealand. So a lot of exciting things happening there. Uh, yeah, so so stay tuned. Uh, bits and pieces, facebook.com slash Isle of a Time. Uh, we put up some press releases there recently, so check them out. What else? Like us on iTunes or Stitcher. I think you can do something. on. I don't, I don't know what Stitcher is really. You can do something with us on there. Theme music by Toehider. Thanks to Toehider. Uh, we love their music. So yeah, get on board. No other bits and pieces really. We'll have uh, next next episode, I should say, will be another one recorded during Good Beer Week. Uh, I'll watch this space to see what it is. And then hopefully after that be, we've got some really amazing guests lined up, some of our favourite people. So yeah, he, heaps of good content to come. Uh, we just got to get it recorded and get it out to your, your lovely ears. Look, I don't know if your ears are lovely. You might have horrible ears. Clean your ears, listeners. Just come on, lovely them up a bit. And off. I'm registering as well. Good. Um, on. I'm even recording now, so we might as well just start. Oh. <laughs> Look at that. I, I started recording a podcast by mistake. Uh, so Dave, it wouldn't be the first time, would it? Mm, it's the first time we've probably done it uh, positively by mistake, <laughs> as opposed to accidentally not recording for half an <laughs> <Try> hour. <enough. laughs> we've done a couple of times. Uh, we, Dave, welcome back from the US for a start. Thanks, buddy. It's good to have you back. Is it? Yeah, yeah. that's about the same. Yeah. Uh, and we'll welcome Soren from 8Wired as well, joining us today. Welcome to Melbourne, Soren. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be back. 
It's been a while since you've been here, a couple of years? Uh, no, I was here last year, not for a good beer week, but I was here in uh, uh, March last year, uh, brewed a beer with uh, Ben Abbott at uh, Bridge Road. Oh, yeah, the cognac. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cognac. Uh, it's a Belgian brown ale. Um, we did three different versions. Uh, they were all in cognac barrels. Um, one of them was uh, just a clean Belgian yeast, uh, and then uh, the other two were um, wild yeast from uh, some wineries up there. Oh, uh, wow. Chardonnay yeast. Have they all come out yet? Are they the two that you've they got They are the, the two events? that we launched yeah, this, right. this week, okay. yes, yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. So we had a uh, bit of a quiet launch last night, and uh, tonight we've got it on. A beer dinner at a bit of lux. Oh, nice. Yeah. The launch at Woody's last night was that the one? Yes. Yep. 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 And how did they turn out? Uh, good, good. Yeah, they're, they're, they're quite interesting. Uh, they're definitely more, uh, got more character than, uh, than, than the clean Belgian ones. Mm. Um, uh, and the two beers are different as well. Uh, there was one, one yeast from uh, Sorenberg and one from uh, Giaconda. Mm. Uh, and they've turned out differently. But I'm sure that they've got two different. Two different barrels of uh, of Chardonnay from uh, either one winery, the beer would have still been different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you tasted them all so far? Yeah. yeah. What are the little uh, nuances and differences? Uh, well, obviously the the white ones have got a bit of sourness to them, uh, which is quite nice in my opinion. Uh, not not a hell of a lot, but uh, they they are nice and tart. Hmm. Um, the clean one was probably a tad too sweet for my liking, uh, but the white ones are nice. Hmm. nice. I quite like Chardonnay barrels. Uh, the Mountain High Hightail that was put into Chardonnay barrels really, I don't know, it brings out that sort of tartness or a, a zestiness that, that I think... Um, yeah, I totally agree. Um, the other one that was fun <coughs> was at um, the cask bar at Gab's last year, the Ronda from Prickly Moses. Uh, yeah, that was, was a Chardonnay yeah. barrel as well, so mm. um, just good characters. Now, speaking of barrels, you have a lot of barrels yeah, we've got a few. Yeah. yeah. You had to move them from, so you've recently moved, I guess, for listeners that don't know, from Blenheim yep. uh, up to Auckland. Yeah. Yeah. And you Auckland, moved yeah. how many barrels? Uh, 220. 220 barrels. Without incident? Uh, almost. Uh, so uh, it took uh, took four 40-foot containers to, to, to move the lot up there. Um, the only incident we had was uh, the first container, the first four barrels that I took out of the container on the other end. Um, I was a bit too frisky and I, I forklifted four barrels at once. And when I went over, there's a little hump going into our warehouse. And when I went over that hump, they just got too much swing on them and then they <laughs> fell on the floor. Uh, so all that way and it was the final step. Yes, for the first four barrels that <laughs> yeah. I took out. Yes. How long did it, was it, just, it was human error. Uh, <laughs> how long did it seem to take from when you realised it was going down for it actually happening? Because I imagine it would have happened in slow motion. Uh, well, I mean, obviously it went very fast, but yes, also <laughs> slow motion. Sort of, you sit there on the forklift and the whole thing is sort of going back and forth and then finally there's got too much pendulum swing on it and then it just crashes on the floor. Um, it was a very expensive lesson learned very, very cheap. Uh, mm. Because we only lost maybe five liters of beer. Yeah, uh, the barrels just rolled off the the racks and just rolled on the floor. The bung stayed in. Yeah. Um, oh, fortunate. Yeah, very fortunate. The only there one of the barrels had a a cracked stave, um, so it was spilling out a little bit out of there, uh, and I just had to turn it on the side, and it's fine. Oh, great. It's still sitting there. I haven't done anything else to it. Hmm. So have you kept them aside as kind of like a you know these are the four that? No, <laughs> I know I noted down which four it was obviously, yeah. but uh, other than that, no, no. So your brewery is up and running now. Uh, yes. You're putting through some some batches. How's it how's it all working for you? Good, good. Yeah, no, it's pretty smooth there. Are you excited to have your own place? Yeah, it's very good, very good to have everything under one roof. Uh, 
um, have the flexibility to uh, to do whatever we want to do. Um, yeah, new beers, smaller bottling runs, and things like that. Yeah. Uh. And what um, what are you most excited about bringing out? Um, well, um, so far, so far, we've pretty much just tried and tried and build up stocks again. Uh, they they were quite depleted after uh, the transition. Obviously, we were delayed. You always delayed, so mm. uh, we were maybe six weeks delayed, and we hadn't planned too much for that in the transition period. So uh, the stocks were pretty much depleted when yeah. uh, when we started brewing. So so far, we've just been trying to build up stocks again. Um, We'll have some new uh, sour beers coming out of there that are fermented in stainless, uh, so uh, not not funky as such, but uh, but sour. Hmm. Uh, we'll do some uh, uh, 100% Bresnanomyces ferments there, and then which we've done before, but now we will be able to bottle them because yep. we've got our own bottling line. Yeah, nice. That sounds fun. Mm. Yeah, this seeing sort of bits and pieces of that, uh, the unchained or, or rewired sort of uh, they all Brett ferment, or there's some that are yes, yep, yeah, yeah. So uh, the the on. On chain series is uh, it's our regular beers that uh, that we put into barrels with the uh, Britannomyces, mm. uh, and generally live for about a year. Um, so so far we've had a rewired, rewired brown ale, uh, Rastafari stout, and uh, hop wired mm. uh, unchained, and we've got uh, some barrels of high stout as well. Mm. Um, and we'll probably do a bigger bigger run of hop wired as well. Nice. In the, in the near future. Um, when. I guess sort of casting our minds back, this is being recorded during Good Beer Week, but probably the first Good Beer Week is um, one of the first times I sort of got to or see your beers and, and try your beers, and it's like five years ago yep. now, and you sort of evolved your brand from just sort of, you know, hoppy and, and you sort of the, the range of the IPA, the brown, the red, um, to now the, the rewired things. Was that always the plan, or have you just kind of evolved as you went? Nah, nah, I mean, to be honest, uh, I've never had much of a... Of, of a lifelong plan, you know. I mean, I'm a take it take it as a come kind of guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we we made the first barrel aged beer a little more than a year after we started, and then since then we've just it, it's been a big desire to just grow that uh, yeah. and make more and more. Um, um, I think it's very interesting beers that you can make that way that you can't make in, in stainless steel. Uh, a bit more artistic, maybe. Mm. Um, I mean, everybody can make an IPA nowadays. Uh, so I, I can't. I failed miserably at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy to give you some pointers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll just, it's easy just to buy one of yours, I think. <laughs> um, the, I was actually looking through your, your beer list on um, Rate Beer just before I got here, doing some research. I don't know if you guys know that, but I do a bit of research before these interviews. First time? Yep, pretty much. Um, and I saw there was a couple of triples fermented. Uh, it was way back in 2010, I think. Oh, yep, yep. Um, it was an Ardent yeast and a Unibrow yeast. Yep, I yep. thought, that sounds ex- an exciting, yep. interesting way to do it. Yeah, yeah. But you know, we're going to see anything like that again, do you reckon? Uh, but those were actually basically home brews. Uh, yep. they, they were beer sprued on my, my pilot plant. And, uh, and if you look at rate beer, they only have one. Yeah, there's one, one rating each. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they were all on tab at Hashigusaki, yeah. uh, I believe, at the same time, side by side. Yeah. Um, I guess that kind of gives an insight into what you're doing now with, with yeah. different yeasts and, and yeah. the same beers. Yeah. yeah, I mean, back then I was, uh, I mean, they, that's that's five years ago. Um, um, I was more of a, a typical homebrew at that point in time. I thought Belton yeast was really cool. Uh, mm. Nowadays, Belgian yeast, you know, 
been there, done that. You know? <laughs> uh, I think uh, uh, making Belgian beers is much more interesting to do with the uh, with Brett mm. um or some more expressive saison yeast. Yeah, yeah. The, in my opinion, the, the the typical Belgian yeast are too sweet, mm. um, and Belgian beers in general are not that interesting to me anymore, um, unless they're, they're funky and sour. Yep, or either one of those, <laughs> not necessarily at the same mm-hmm. time. Yeah. San Diego. What I alluded to before just happened and I forgot to push record. Oh, you're joking. Yep. What so were you saying? You said, wel- you said welcome back. <laughs> okay. And you said you uh, just bought a growler from Toolbox Brewing Company. I, I did. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, and we're trying it now. How is it? Oh, it's lovely. Oh, my is Lord. It? Yeah. I haven't it's delicious. myself in it yet. Let me do that just now. How about you, th- you talk for a little while? Um, yeah. So Toolbox San Diego, uh, you stopped in there on your trip and picked up a growler and brought it back. Um. Whereabouts in San Diego is that? I'm going over there in 10 days. Near Legoland, I believe. No. Oh, I was told that. That's a Legoland in San Francisco? Yeah, so it's closer to uh, Oceanside, which maybe is 45 minutes away oh, by San Diego. car. Yeah. San Diego, yeah. San Diego um, not San Francisco. No, no, okay. sorry, San Diego. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. This is in San Marco, uh, near San Marcos, which yep. is maybe... Yeah, you know, I don't know what those. Yeah, yeah, so uh, it's very areas. close to... Um, a lot, lot, lot of breweries that are yeah. in business parks yep. there, which is yep. pretty much the setup. Yeah, Lost Davies there, Stone is just out there. Up the yeah, road. Uh, Saint Archer, yep. I believe. Uh, Mike Hess Brewing is there as well. A lot of cool places. So, um, uh, yeah, all their wild stuff's real fun. Yep. Got a boysenberry sour, yeah. which is delicious. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's one of my favorite spots in the world. That area. Yeah. It's just a hot spot, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's a great place to take the kids as well. So it's. Uh, you can go exactly on exactly right. On, well, I'm a big kid, and holidays. I thoroughly enjoyed and Legoland. Yeah, yeah. I'm way older than the demographic, so yeah, um, yeah. I can recommend it. it. Does smell good, doesn't it? it? Does smell really good. For how long, when was this filled up? Um, maybe three days ago. Oh yeah, that's travelled well. Yeah, it has everything. I got another growler that I had last night, um, and that was sublime as well. So that was from uh, Society Brewing Company. Um, yep. And they're also doing some pretty fun stuff, so... Um, it's kind of the most exciting part of the world, right, for beers at the moment? Yeah, I was saying to you earlier that um, there are a few places that I went to, just bars that have like 20 plus lists, and at least a third of the beers on tap are IPA or Imperial IPA. Yeah, so that's definitely the San Diego way to do but things. But if you do go there, um, make the trek out to Alpine yep. Beer. Yeah, I feel about that, yeah, I've never been up there. Yeah, um... It was, it's an hour away from a place I was staying in Oceanside, yeah. but it took three hours to get there because it was raining and Californian drivers don't know how to handle I didn't rain, think it ever so. rained in that area. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, they've had a drought for ages, haven't they? Well, I was, I, I, was, it was, I was driving um, and I saw just black clouds and then like a switch. It was a torrential downpour and I was only a mile away from the hotel, so I just powered through it and got there. Uh, and then on the news... There was an emergency broadcast about all the areas nearby that were getting flash floods. So <laughs> I was glad I was no more than a mile away. Yeah, uh, anyway, enough about me. Speaking of um, the States, you, you spent a bit of time over there doing collaborations and, and you just over there for the CBC? Yep. Yeah, I was just over for the CBC yeah, and I'm going back next week for the Festival of Firestorm Walker. Oh, nice. So is that that's the Invitational? Yep. 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 So you'll be pouring some beers there? Yep. 
What are you taking over? We've got a um, uh, what do we have? We've got Fresh Hop Wild, um, uh, Wild Fajoa, which is uh, one of our barrel aged beers. Uh, is that the you've only done two batches of that? Uh, yeah, we do a batch every year. Yeah, uh, it's a plan. Uh, so we we've only released one in bottle so far, yep. and we just bottled this year's vintage uh, this, this past week, nice. and we brewed uh, next year's vintage this past week as well. Wow. Well, I say brewed it. Uh, the the beer itself was brewed more than a year ago, uh, but then we aged it far further here with the with the fijos on it. So yeah. So the base beers. Uh, the base beers uh, basically just a, and it's different every year as well. Uh, so you'll see that the alcohol percentage goes go, goes up and down. Yeah. Uh, last year was nine and a half. This year's eight, and probably next year will be a little bit lower again. Yep. Um, but it'll probably settle around the seven seven five mark. Uh, the base beers uh, usually just pale. Any kind of pale beer that we've got in barrels, right? Usually has a lot of wheat in it, uh, yeah. but otherwise, yeah. I mean, it's pretty standard uh, sort of lambic-inspired base beers. Yep. The how do you would you expect? Because um, I've got a couple of bottles of it at home. I'm kind of wondering how long I'm going to keep them. I, I loved it fresh. I'm just kind of curious. For that. What are your thoughts on how? Well, how you know, I mean, it was never fresh as such. Uh, that that beer that you have in uh, in the bottles was uh, the base beer was brewed in 2011. Right. Uh, so mm. the base beer is four years old now. Okay. Um, so it still holds up pretty well for a four year old. Exactly. Pale, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Those kind of beers uh, would only get better with age. Um, you wanna you wanna keep them at a, at a at a good cellar temperature, not too cold because yep. you want to sort of keep it alive, yep. but not too hot either because you don't want it to get out of control. Yeah, and uh, I'd recommend la- uh, laying them down yep. rather than standing them up. Are they corked bottles? No, no, no they're capped. All right, so I think. But oxygen will still travel through a crown cap. Yep. So uh, laying them down will slow down the the, the oxygen pickup. Uh, not that the oxygen because the beer is still alive uh, mm. and. Um, Especially because there's Brettanomyces in the in the bottles uh, that really metabolizes metabolizes the oxygen very well. Yeah. So it shouldn't oxidize as such, but the the development of the flavor could sort of get out of hand, I guess. Yeah, if, yeah. if it gets too much oxygen, <laughs> yeah, it could get too sour. Yeah. And what it, like what do you think the the actual fijawa taste is going to do? Sort of. I don't know. Okay. Good. To be honest, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the first time we brewed it. That's yeah. the first batch. Um, I don't think it will change too much, to be honest. I mean, yeah. uh, the Fijoas has been in there for two years now. Yeah, wow. Uh, and they're, they're still really prominent. Like, uh, yeah. they kind of get that zesty citrus. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a really interesting beer. I really like it, yeah. which is yeah. why I've got some to, yeah. to When away. was the last time you packaged the Sultan? We've only made one batch of that. Okay, yeah. all right. So the last time we packaged that was 2010. Okay, because I had a bottle last year and it was magnificent. Yeah. And I got one more. I'm just yeah. wondering yeah. if I should... Did uh, we have a bottle of that recently? Or is it someone else that... That might have been... Oh, if we did, that was the last time we had it. Yeah. And it was that was tasting really good. Really good. Yeah. So um, with one left, do you think I should keep it for a little while? Um, uh, I had one uh, not too long ago. Was told, and yeah, it was tasting really mm. good. Uh, so yeah, I don't think it's going to go downhill or such. Any plans to rebrew that? Uh, possibly, possibly. Never yeah. say never. Yeah, never say never, no. no. Because um, that was always a homebrewing favorite of yours, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, actually, I mean, now that you say it, and I can't believe I forgot this, but the idea when, when we brewed the salt was to do it every year because that's what I, I think used, I remember hearing that. That's yeah, what I used to yeah. do as a home brewer. I brewed it every year for. I think the label says yeah. that, that was the intention of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 How long did you homebrew before you uh, became a. Um, it was like an annoyingly short. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, time, wasn't very it? long yeah. at all. Uh, no, I got. 
let's let's count back. I got my first homebrew kit for Christmas 2005, so I started using that early 2006, and uh, it was 2008, late 2008, that I uh, started at Renaissance. So mm. two and a half years, mm. yeah, and then six months later, uh, start. Oh no, a year later we started it. Where? That's a quick turnaround, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. To be bringing out um, such high quality right mm. off the go. It's yeah, and I had I had a, f- a few large breaks in between as well because we were moving countries and yeah. had to get set up again and yeah. so forth and so forth. So yeah. Do you still homebrew in your spare time, or now you basically got your own yeah, no, giant homebrew? Yeah, camp? exactly. <laughs> not very much. Not very much. I just don't have time. Uh, and you know, I mean, it's it's actually faster brewing five thousand liters of beer <laughs> than it is brewing fifty. Uh, so. Um, yeah, Did you, have I seen you sort of play with um, fermentation of other foods like salami or, or sausages and stuff? Have you done experiments with that? I have, I have, but again, I have, I haven't had time. Uh, it is definitely something I want to get into again, though. And uh, now that the cold weather is coming, that's a good time of year to do it. Um, so in the next few months, I'll be making some more salamis. I still make bacon because that's really easy. Uh, mm. Salamis is a bit more tricky. You need to be a bit more careful with the temperatures and mm. things like that because essentially it's never cooked. Whereas bacon, you cook anyway. So. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I want to make some more, some more cured meats and some hmm. cheeses and stuff as well. Yeah. So we're gonna see like a, a cured, cured cheese or a washed, a beer washed cheese coming out of. of um, e- probably not. Uh, <laughs> but it's, I, I would certainly like to do it. But I mean, making a, making cheese is a whole other ballpark in terms of. Uh, 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 permits that you need to have, and mm. I mean, you you can't kill anybody with beer, yeah. but you you can actually kill people with f- fermented meats, you know. So, which is interesting when you think about it. Like, you know, beer is kind of the alcoholic, um, the boogeyman sometimes, mm-hmm. and it's the poster meats. boy for yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. issues, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah. It's, it's pretty harmless at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, essentially, obviously, uh, as, as as we all know, uh, in in history, beer was mainly made to uh, preserve the water so, yeah. so you could drink it because the water they usually weren't drinkable but but the beer was mm. Mm. now um i know you uh, i think i asked you on twitter a while ago about spontaneous fermentation and you guys did a little bit yeah i think you did one beer with it that's still in the barrel uh, we've done one full batch uh but a lot of the barrels that we have um most of the barrels that we have uh, at the moment were brewed at, uh, at renaissance so the batch length there is about two thousand liters. It's pretty, pretty spot on for uh, for ten barrels. And what we would usually do is we would do eight of them uh, with, with a culture, and then two of them with uh, uh, just put put them in the barrels and just leave them and see what happens. Yeah. So in that in that respect, we do have a few um, um, spontaneous fermented barrels, and we did one batch that we only did that. So we brewed the beer, transferred it back into the mash tun, and used that as a cool ship. Mm. Uh, just let it sit over the weekend, uh, and by by Monday it started fermenting and reacted into barrels. Mm. Do you have plans to do some more? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We will uh, as soon as we get a little bit more organised. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And have you sort of built your new brewery to um, accommodate? Like a spontaneous ferment, or are you going to do it the same way? No, we will probably just do it the same way. Uh, I mean, we've got two options. We've got a separate whirlpool at, at the new brewery, so we could just uh, transfer it into the whirlpool and let it sit over the weekend, hmm. uh, open up the hatch, and maybe put on a fan or something to encourage air mm-hmm. to be drawn into it. Um, or or we could put it back into the mash tun. Hmm. To be honest, I think a lot of the, a lot of the microbes the mash tun way actually comes from from the mash tun uh, yeah, from yeah. from the green and that is left over in there. Yeah. Um, 
so the Whirlpool way will probably be more um Looks genuine more genuine yeah. yes mm. yeah yeah more genuine cool ship way yeah. Mm. yeah you do kind of have to wonder though how much is coming in from the air at you know say a canteon where the wood is probably soaked up enough over the yes. years it's gonna mm. yeah 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 so our new brewery is an old uh, engineering shop so uh the 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 wild the wild cultures in there is probably more iron based and steel based <laughs> uh, not, not necessarily uh, culture to uh, to ferment beer but uh, I mean in the time. end in the end the, yeah exactly yeah. just give it time yeah I mean in the end uh, the the whatever 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 mixed cultures you get into the beer they will sort of uh, climatize and they will start fermenting the beer and mm. whatever is best at fermenting the beer will survive Survival of the fittest, right? Yes. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Maybe pine and iron could be a sweet culture. One day. <laughs> you, uh, you could be surprised. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So, putting in the new brewery, uh, I imagine it was a pretty big ask to do. Were there any sort of unforeseen challenges along the way that you? Uh, no, not really. I mean, it did all go pretty smoothly. Um, I mean, we were delayed, obviously, a little bit, as as you always are. But uh, in the the grander scheme of things, we. It was, it was pretty easy. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was stressful. Obviously, it was a lot of work, a hmm. lot of long hours uh, for for a couple of months. But uh, yeah, no, we didn't have any any major hiccups along the way. No, that's yeah. good. Most people say, "Well, we measured this wrong, or we measured that wrong." But yeah, yeah, yeah no, it all fitted in there pretty well. Uh, some of the things, uh, to be honest, I mean, I hadn't accounted for the drain in the middle of the floor and things like that. But uh, the feet of the the brewery just fits perfectly right next to the <laughs> drains. Um, luck, it's luck. Dra- drainage is the one thing I think. Whenever we ask that, uh, similar questions, most people will say drainage is the yeah, yeah. the big thing. Yeah, no, we, we've got a really good floor uh, that we cast on top of the the other floor. Mm. Uh, the only problem is that it's too small. Mm. Um, we got five fermenters at the moment and one one bright tank, and we have got another three fermenters coming. Hmm. Uh, and that was always the plan, and it works out beautifully on paper. But uh, now standing in the middle of the floor, running out of space without those extra three fermenters, <laughs> it's, uh, it's 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 a scary thought to to think what will be like with with another three fermenters. Before uh, we started this podcast, I'd never heard the term floor envy in my life, and uh, it seems like everyone we know we've spoken to who's built a brewery is. That's one of the main things they check out whenever they yeah, see a brand new brewery yeah. getting built. Yeah, everybody's got floor in me. And ours <laughs> is not perfect either. We got talked into getting a sump pump, uh, a big sump with a, a submersible pump inside it. Um, and I'm just counting the days till that breaks. It's yeah. going to break at some point. Uh, and I, I wish we didn't didn't do that. Uh, but yeah. What's done is done. That's right. Mm. Yeah. So brand new brewery, a whole bunch of barrels going on. Um, you, you've been in the top 100 rate beer for a few years now. Yep, yep. Things, what are we going to expect in the next few years now that sort of you've got your own place to, to, to work in? Uh, it'll, it'll be more of the same, more of the same styles of beers, I think. Uh, but yeah, more variety. Uh, we've got a lot more flexibility now, as I said. Um, the barrels, I mean, we've got 220 barrels, which equals about 40,000 litres of beer. And I think so far we've probably released maybe ten thousand liters of sour beer, mm. uh, but it's that's because it takes time, obviously. Um, but all those barrels are pretty mature at the moment, so it's just a matter of finding time to uh, to taste them and blend them and, and bottle them. Mm. So there'll be a lot more of that coming out. That's damn in, exciting in the next yeah. year. Yeah, for people like us that, that really like our sour and our funky beers, that's um, 
It's exciting to see. Cool. Exciting to hear about. Mm-hmm. Um, the I forgot what I was going to ask you then. Oh, the um, terrible handwriting too. I don't yeah, know yeah, it's yeah. shorthand okay. journalism. You know, years <laughs> okay. of that. That's cool. Um, so you've done a few collabs around the world over the years as well. Yeah, um, a few. Yep. Any that sort of stand out in your mind as being? Oh, uh, to be honest, uh, as we were just talking about the Bridge Road one, I think that's definitely one of the more interesting ones we've done. Is uh, he going to the Firestone Invitational uh, uh, thing? Actually, I, th- I think so, yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah I think he might be the first Australian brewer to. Yeah, I think I saw them on the list, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that's exciting. Yeah, 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 that's very exciting, yeah. Um, so that was a very interesting one, yeah. Uh, did one with the with the brewery in the in LA. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. last what, did, what did you brew with them? We brewed a um, uh, a Pinot Noir sour, so we brewed uh, the the beer, uh, aged it in in, uh, in the barrel and soured it up for about six months, and the and then they added uh, about a third uh, Pinot Noir grapes, just whole grapes straight into into the barrel, mm. and uh, we'll be launching that at the at the Firestone Walker oh, Festival. Cool. Oh, so, excellent. Yeah. Any are you going to make it back to New Zealand or even Australia? Or uh, well, that was, and no, probably not that particular one. But uh, the plan was always to make our own batch. Uh, but yeah, I, I, we've missed it twice now. Yep. We should have done it last year, Adventures, and we forgot. Well, we didn't forget, but we didn't have time. And yeah. then this year, we didn't have time either. So it'll have to be another year before we do it uh, hmm. to get the grapes. Um, is that going to be bottled over there or just on on tap? It will be bottled, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Maybe fine. we can try and hustle some. We've got a pretty good track record. If yeah. uh, <laughs> do, do, do you get brewery beers over here? Um, a few people that we know uh, do get a few in the country. Yeah. Um, they, I think there's a society you can, or the membership. Yeah. They, and they have a friend that will oh yeah, it up well, and ship them over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. Well, then you should be able to get it, yeah. All right. Uh, I'm sure they'll release it through, uh, through that, that club of, mm. of those, yeah. Mm. Uh, outside of your own beers and, and your collaborations, um, what are you enjoying at the moment that's coming out beer-wise? Uh, <laughs> that's always a good question. There's lots of new breweries in New Zealand uh, and lots of good ones here. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a very interesting scene over there and, and a lot of it is really good, uh, especially the Wellington breweries are, are really uh, doing strong. Mm. Um, I think it's only been maybe three years since Wellington basically didn't have any breweries. Yeah. They were always the, the they, they call themselves the craft beer capital of, of New Zealand, which is probably true. Um, so they were always the biggest market for craft beer, but they never really had their own brewery, mm. except for Tuatara, which was uh, a little bit outside of Wellington. Mm. Uh, but now they've got probably, I guess, 10, 10 breweries probably. And in such a confined space, unbelievable, yeah, yeah. the concentration of yeah, those good beers yeah. gets br- getting brewed yeah. there. And they're all they're very good. Very Did good. you consider moving there or, or was Auckland always the plan? Uh, we were actually, yeah, we, it, it was on the map, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the main reason why we went to Auckland is uh, family reasons. Mm. Uh, we didn't have any family in the in the South Island. Yeah. We don't have any family in Wellington either, but at least you'll be closer to them. Mm. Um, but yeah, Auckland won out because of family reasons. Mm. Yeah. It's not that far to get between the two either on a flight, was it? Nah. 40 minutes or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you've got to factor those things into um, those sort of long-term plans. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you sort of got to consider if, if you build your own brewery, where do you want to be for the next 20 years? And uh, yeah, it was up there. Mm. It's a great spot. Uh, I mean, we're not in Auckland. Uh, I've got no desire to live in, in, the, in the suburbs uh, of, of a city. Uh, so we're about an hour north. Okay. Uh, so, so it's further out than I thought. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's, it's quite rural up there. Um, uh, but we're close to the city, if yeah. need be. Yeah. Very nice. cool. So it's the best of both worlds, really. Yeah. 
Excellent. Uh, Dave, do you have anything you wanted to... Uh, I've got a few things on uh, Good Go. Beer Week. Have you got anything beyond that? No. All right, cool. Let's get into it. We've talked about some collabs. you got one tomorrow, is that right? I do, yeah. Cool. Yep. You're going up to Mornington? Yep. that's to right, yeah. Do you know where you're going to be... Uh, I'm sure you do, but do you want to tell us what you're brewing? We're brewing a, a bread IPA. Fun. Uh, so it's uh, mm. it's pretty close to uh, the wireless IPA we made last year. Um, it was a 100% uh, bread and mice ferment. Wireless was all uh, American hops. Uh, this will be all uh, Aussie hops. Hmm. Okay, cool. Have, have they done? Have they fermented Brettanomyces? No, I think I it's think the first have, time. Yeah. Okay. So they're quite excited. What an honour yeah, that you've got there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bit of trust going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, we went up last year for the brew day there. Yeah, it was, it was a great. Good day. Uh, yeah, Stillwater. Yeah, mm. Mm. it was a really good day. You'll have fun. Oh. Yeah, their beers are always really good. So mm. oh, interesting. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, I'm just come to keep, all I'm thinking about is I want to have that beer in cans. It's never, <laughs> never brewed yet. So. Well, we only brewing it at, at at the brew pub, so I'm not sure that, uh, oh, that enough, it'll, it'll make it to cans. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe, I don't know. Maybe they'll brew a bigger batch later. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Yeah. Um, what are some of the other events you've got on during the week? Uh, just uh, small things at bars. Uh, yeah, launching a few things. Uh, got a beer dinner tonight, beer deluxe. Uh, Alehouse... Uh, Project Tap Takeover on Tuesday. Hmm. Then I'm doing a seminar at, uh, at the Craft Brewers Conference. Mm-hmm. What's your seminar? Uh, it's about starting up a brewery. Hmm. Uh, so I'm doing it uh, with uh, Richard Watkins from, uh, oh, from Ben Spoke. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, so he's going to talk about brew pubs. I'm going to talk about, uh, first of all, contract brewing, because he did that for, for five years, and hmm. then uh, setting up a production brewery as well. Hmm. Uh, you've also got an event at Forrester's Beer Hall uh, with some barreled stuff yeah that was last night yeah uh, how did it go yeah they went good yeah yeah, yeah. is there any of those going to see uh, a packaging line um, so what we, yeah yeah yes yes yeah. is the short answer uh, when is, uh, is, is a big okay. question <laughs> uh, so we had three of our own beers there uh, we had a Flanders Pale a Flanders Black and uh, then Hop White Unchained um, as I said before Hop White Unchained will probably do to a, to a large extent uh, and the two other ones we've got plenty of barrels of so it's just right. a matter of time okay. getting uh, getting them them out. That sounds pretty fun. But they were both uh, single barrel beers, just straight out of the barrel and then uh, into a cake and then shipped over. Mm. Um, so yeah, we need to get all the barrels out, taste them, blend them, and then and then package them. Sounds uh, delicious. Mm. Mm. Anything else you wanted to ask? I think yeah? I'm done. Yeah. Cool. Anything you wanted to add, Soren, before we wrap up? No, not really. Thanks well, for having me. Thanks, thanks for so much for your time. Um, it was definitely a pleasure and. Uh, yeah, good luck for the rest of the week. I'm Thank sure you. We'll, we'll bump into you along the way. No doubt. Cheers. Thanks. Thanks.